Welcome to Amplify Humanity, an original podcast from Portionality Media. I am your host doing the most, Portia Williams-Gates, founder and CEO of Portionality Media, LLC. Join us as we delve into community conversations that spotlight the issues and share good news for the collective. For more Portionality Media, make sure you follow us over on social media at Portionality Media and go visit our website, www.portionality.com and make sure you subscribe to our newsletter to never miss a thing. This is the Amplify Humanity Podcast. Welcome to our sounding board. Hey everybody, it's Wednesday, so let's get into it. So our first segment is It's a Vibe. And so that is our channeled message. As you may know, uh, there is a full moon in Virgo that is on the way and we are excited for it. And so I hope that you listen to your hearts and to your minds, take a few deep breaths. Uh, The deck that we are using tonight comes from the Hip Hop Queens Oracle deck. And so the card that popped out for us, yes, because I was shuffling and a card popped out. (laughs) So we've got Missy Elliott here. Innovation, Missy Elliott. I don't know what kind of um, things you're working on. I don't know what things that you are planning to do, but now is a great time um, for innovation for somebody, right? Or perhaps the system and the structure you're already in needs some innovation, right? So maybe it's not necessarily creating a new project, but perhaps it could be a project that's already in existence and it just needs a little fresh perspective. Anything that we know about Missy Misdemeanor Elliot is that Missy has a really unique perspective on music and looking at the world and creativity and art. So this is act, asking us to consider innovating, right? And consider what structures are already uh, in place that we can innovate in, right? How can we be forward thinking and forward thinkers and forward movers? And but if your call is to create something new, how can you look at the world and say, here's something I can offer and bring, right? So whether you're already within a community, within an institution, within a structure, um, how can you innovate and bring a fresh perspective or a fresh idea? And what is your specific viewpoint that you can bring? Or if it's something new, what fresh perspective or viewpoint can you bring to the world, right? What is the fresh perspective that you can bring to amplify humanity? And so that is uh, something that we all can can lean into. I know I sure can. So innovation. How are we innovating? What can we bring uh, that is new, fresh? Amen. (laughs) I like it. I like it. I like it. And so that is our It's a Vibe. Now it's time for the amplifier. 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 And so for the amplifier this week, uh, the amplifier is the opportunity where we will uh, highlight good news and or things that need to be raised in the community. And so one of the things that we need to raise right now uh, that needs to be amplified louder is what's happening with Brittany Griner. Okay, so Brittany Griner is a basketball player in the WNBA. Okay, plays for Phoenix. And it's, let me tell y'all, this is so upsetting because 
Brittany is a basketball player who in the off season of the WNBA plays internationally, right? This is very common, right? In the off season, a lot of women uh, players and some of the brothers too, some of the men uh, play in the off season internationally. They play international ball. Brittany has also been on the Olympic team for the you know Team USA. Um, Brittany went to Baylor um, for undergraduate, played for Baylor. If you're into women's basketball like I am, you know, you know, <laughs> you know the players and where they went to school and all that. I'm a big fan of college basketball. OK, go Huskies. But uh, Brittany specifically has been in Russia and Russia detained because while Brittany was in Russia, they had detained her because of vapes that allegedly had cannabis in the vapes. And they detained her. Now, if you know what's going on with Russia and the Ukraine and how, you know, Russia likes to force the American hand, Brittany Griner, some of us believe, many of us believe, is being detained as a way to try to provoke the United States into getting involved into the politics, which the United States is going to be involved anyway, because the United States has just a terrible way of minding its business when it comes to foreign affairs and international politics and feels like it's got to put on this cape and come to the rescue instead of dealing with her own issues, okay, that we got going on here, okay? So we're going to get into that a little bit more. But Brittany Griner specifically is being detained. But as of this morning, we found out that Britney is nowhere to be found, that Britney has somehow disappeared. Now, I don't know how a six foot queer black woman all of a sudden just disappears in Russia after being detained and nobody knows where she's at. And all of a sudden, like, it's like, oh, where'd she go? Baby, that's, if that don't say suspect, I don't know what else does. That's real sus. Where is Brittany Griner? Okay, first of all, free Brittany Griner. But two, now I want to know where is Brittany Griner? And why are we talking about it? Because let me tell you something. If Brittany Griner had been of a, another tone, we may not, we may actually have heard about this already. Now, some will say, oh, you know, it's not about race. Don't play the race card. Let me say something. Everything is political. Everything, remember we talked about already, white supremacy is a global issue. It is. And so anything that does not perform or present itself in terms of whiteness is always going to be a issue. And so we have to understand there have been many of American women who have gone missing and many people have gone to bat, have amplified the message of women that have disappeared in other other countries from the Americas. But when it comes to black women, when it comes to Asian women, when it comes to Latino women, we do not hear the stories. When it comes to indigenous women, we do not hear the stories. And so it is up to us to amplify the stories. Women, it is Women's History Month, it is Femmes History Month. And so if nobody else decides that if they're going to advocate for the women, we've got to do it. So find Brittany Griner and bring her home. You know what I'm saying? Find Brittany Griner and bring her home. Bring her home. Point blank, period. And so if you are, are, are just trying to find out a little bit more about this story, um, you can Google, you can you know find some information, but you actually have to search for it because it's just not on the headlines. But what I will say is I want you to hashtag, you know, 
continue to spread her name, continue to share her name. I'm waiting to see what Baylor University uh, has to say and what statement they're making in regards to their alumna being missing. Where are the, where, where is the outcry for her life? Where's the outcry for her life? And so amplify that. Also, we want to continue to amplify in the community the works of women locally. We may not always know their names, but here's what I want you to do. Here's the challenge. If there is a local woman in your community, right? Maybe a local businesswoman, entrepreneur, I want you to give her a shout out, whether in your social media stories, whether in your on your timeline, just amplify the work that the women in your community are doing. So sometimes a simple share can be all that people need to help get their work out. Maybe they're over a nonprofit, right? Maybe they're doing great work in the community. Whatever it is, somebody local, I want you to highlight and amplify their story and then tag us in it and let us know. We want to know what's happening on the ground in your community. Who are the local sheroes in your community, right? Who are the advocates? Who are the women? Who are the femmes doing the work and putting forth the work? Because truth be told, a lot of times it's women and femmes doing the work and they don't get the credit. A lot of women and femmes are not getting the credit for the work that they're doing. That's both in the workplace and out of the workplace. So let's do our due diligence. And I, that's the challenge I'm issuing to us tonight is to find local people and let's amplify their work and share. What are the people doing in your community? There's got to be somebody. But highlight the women and femmes in your community and share. What are they doing and tag us? Let us know. And so now we're getting ready to go to our next segment, which is what's popping and pop culture. And so uh, Jamal is getting ready to come in. Kanye West. Um, I'm not going to talk about, I don't even talk about like what's happening like in real time right now because I don't believe in kicking a man while he's down. And at the end of the day, he's a black man going through a lot of stuff at home with his mental health as well as collapsing. Um, I'm not going to kick him when he's down. But once again, go to Netflix, check out his documentary. Uh, well, it's not really his documentary. It's really his best friend's documentary. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cooley? Um, something like that. Um, he has a documentary on Netflix called Genius. Um, and really, it's, it's really interesting. Like, you won't be disappointed. Like, as a creative, I enjoyed watching it. Um, the first is three installments. The first installment is really the old Kanye. So that's the part you're going to enjoy the most. You know what I mean? Like, it's good. That's the, it's the all falls down Kanye. You know, college dropout Kanye. And it really goes into his creative process and like the, he really showcases his love and his passion um, and his love for his vision that he had for himself and his love for his mama. So you really get inside the mind of Kanye West um, in, in that documentary. The second episode still highlights that, but then, and then it really shows how after his mother died, he kind of like spiraled out and like that same like confidence he had in himself in the first episode of the documentary, um, where he had no doubt in himself and how like when that mixes, when, when no doubt mixes with no given um, and how that's a, that can be an interesting mix. And it, he spiraled out of control 
And it was just, but it's from the perspective of a friend who's just concerned for his best friend's mental health and his best friend's safety. So and I think it's, a, it's an interesting take that we don't get to see on Kanye West too often. Um, so, and you know, if you want something that's just, I'm all about comedy, y'all. So another thing on Netflix that you can check well, out. Before you go there, I also just want to say, because it's Fem History Month, and, and even though you didn't necessarily want to go there on um, what's happening in his personal life, I'll go there. Um, okay. Because I think it's important to name, um, even though Kanye is going through a lot of personal individual challenges where he is in terms of his health, I will say, you know, in terms of what and how he's been acting towards Kim Kardashian is actually a form of stalkerism and abuse. And this is why we have to name that. That Absolutely. even, that there's so many women and that, and we don't want to pass, right, the, the behavior off as like, oh, well, you know, it, Kanye, well, yeah. But Kim Kardashian, I have a strong and deep empathy for in the sense that women, it doesn't matter how famous you are. It doesn't matter how accomplished you are. It doesn't matter how much money you are. No woman is should be subjected to any form of um, abuse, right? And feeling unsafe. And truth be told, I, Kim Kardashian probably really feels unsafe right now, and she probably and she really has every right to feel that way. Um, and she really wants closure. And we really need to be able to name that. That in the it's unfortunate that this is playing out in the public, but we also need to name the fact that women daily go through these kinds of things, and no one you know shows up in support of how women can really, really, really find themselves in unhealthy situation. And it's so easy to want to give men a pass to say, well, they're not what we always want to give men a pass. And I'm not saying that we don't acknowledge that Kanye is not well. That's not to dismiss that. But it's also to say, even in the fact that he's unwell, we need to acknowledge that Kim does not feel safe. <laughs> you know, no. the man moved across the street after she tried to move away. And that is not normal behavior. And I wonder about her well-being and the well-being of children. We've got to take consideration for the well-being of the children. So if anybody's losing out right now, everyone's losing in this situation. Nobody wins, right, in this. But I really, really, my heart really goes out to the children because the children have to witness something that their parents are going through and it's ugly and it's not fair and it's not fair to them. And so what's popping in pop culture is that children, the children need to be cared for. And I hope that media would take responsibility in how they are projecting the story to remember the children, right? The children are gonna have to grow up and remember this time in their lives. And we don't know what kind of trauma it's gonna bring about on the children. And so that's my response is, you know, uh, suffer not the children, right? Remember the kids. And that, that even in that, Kim is also going through, it's a traumatic experience for all of them. 
And I, even though I really did appreciate the documentary and seeing, and the documentary gives context for Kanye yeah. in terms of where he's at. And we can't, and we shouldn't gloss over that, right? Because he's not well. And we can see how unwell he is, but still we can't dismiss the fact that, you know, Kim has a side to the story. The children have a side to the story that has yet to be named. Um, and I just want to make sure I name that and I can do that because I'm the host. <laughs> Listen, look, he's he is very much unwell, but being unwell in any instance is no is never an excuse from your behavior. That's you just right. gotta think it gives a context, but it's not an excuse. And at the end of the day, you gotta take responsibility for the behavior that you're that you're putting out into the world, right? And you know, well, since you brought up, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my I'm gonna say what I have to say about it. It's like if sometimes I wonder if Kanye West was a woman would he get away with acting this way? You know what I mean? Like, or would he be thrown into a conservatorship the same way, probably faster than Britney Spears was? So, and have all of his responsibilities taken away from him because he's a man, you know, he's, and he's, he's not just a man, like he's literally one of the biggest superstars, megastars on the planet and one of the richest people on the planet now, and definitely one of the most influential people on the planet. And, you know, and the fact that he's acting this way, um, and not just against Kim and Pete Davidson, like he's literally, he's called Trevor Noah racial slurs. He's uh, picked a beef with D.L. Hughley for calling him out now. And it's just like, and I think D.L. Hughley said it best, like people, you're, you're an influencer, like people are watching you and you're, what you do dictates what they perceive is okay. And, um, you know, and that comes with a certain level of responsibility, even whether you want it or not, and it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter how many times you tell somebody to come to Sunday service, it doesn't erase what you did and how you're acting. Um, I did, I, when I said I didn't want to talk, I just didn't want to take up your office. You know what I mean? That's, I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> and here's the part, um, and here's the other part too, right? The, the both and. It's also to say that for someone who has lost a parent, lost their spouse, and is also afraid of losing their children. Um, there, there, there has to be some sort of mindfulness that there that this is playing out publicly, and this is not a normal situation. But I just hope and and pray that they all get what they need, and that perhaps maybe it shouldn't be so public um, because it is a delicate situation. It's very delicate, um, and so. Much love to them and, and prayers toward them. And um, yeah, and may everyone find peace. And, um, and may everyone find peace in, in the midst of all of the grief. And so you have something else you want to share. Yeah, moving from um, one black billionaire who's uh, kind of in a sad situation to another black billionaire uh, who's a little bit more levity in the situation. Uh, if y'all haven't seen Tyler Perry's uh, Medea Homecoming, um, go watch that. That's that's a nice, fun film. Um, and if I'll admit, I'm not the biggest, like, when it comes to Medea films, I'm not the biggest, like, oh, I got to go see that Medea film. But I watched this one, and I was like, this probably one of the funniest Medea films I've watched so far. Um, it, made me, it made me feel like I was watching one of the old Tyler Perry plays, which I'm a huge fan of. Mm -hmm. And, and the, the humor in the film just feels so much more authentic and and natural, um, not so much forced, not so corny. 
And, you know, and at, probably the end credits is probably like the best part. And that's saying a lot because the whole film uh, is hilarious. And, but the premise of the film is uh, one of the, the little boy from one of the previous movies. Um, I know you watch more Tyler Perry movies than I have. Portia, so you could probably help me out with this. Um, you know, I appreciate for, for once, um, well, I won't even say for once, but you know, Tyler Perry sometimes has his way of um, objectifying women and like uh, using uh, the strong black woman trope. Yep. And has this way of like putting black women in like this predicament that they've got to somehow crawl their way out of and then like does like this male savior complex thing um that's the most fun and you don't necessarily get that in this film uh for once right you get a lot of funny um and it's it was refreshing that tyler perry actually had a queer character right a gay character um in the film which you don't see a lot of um in a lot of black film period so it was really refreshing to to see um, queer folk in a Tyler Perry film. Like that was really refreshing. So it's like, yes, like let's not erase queer folk out of out of films or out of black families or out of any families of color for that matter. So it was nice to see that the family actually rallied around um, a queer character um, who was graduating from college, but yet he wasn't sure how to come out and share that with his family. And the family actually really embraced and loved on him, but he was too afraid to share. But there was all kind of like, you know, funny scenarios and things like that that were surrounding um, the show, yeah. uh, the, the film. Um, but that's really the premise. The premise was um, the family was all gathering together around a, a graduation and um, the character was gay and wasn't really sure how um, to, to come out. Um, so that's the premise, but without giving a whole lot away. Um, right. And I can appreciate, um, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I can appreciate that him, that the gay character coming out wasn't the plot twist. Right. Like so many times, like it's not just in time, not, not just like in film in general, like it's so many times like it's overdone where it's like, oh, we have a gay character and them coming out is going to be like the big plot twist. And it's just like, I'm tired of it. And in this movie, that was, it was just like, okay, this is just happening. It's, you know, it's something, the whole family was kind of like, yeah, we, we knew before you did. Like, stop playing. Like, it was kind of like a, like a, you know, like a, like a wholesome moment. And it wasn't like a big, 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 big deal. Um, and I could appreciate that. Um, but yeah, the end of the movie, um, what Tyler Perry did with the Medea character, um, during the end credits is something to behold. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but he kind of did the Beyonce Coachella thing over again. And Beyonce with, gave as, a blessing. Yeah, but he, he did it as Medea, and that's just hilarious. Um, so, yeah, definitely check it out. It's on Netflix. Um, and that's all I got, Portia. That's what's popping in pop culture. Great. And so I want to mention, too, um, as we as we are deep in Femme and Women's Month, uh, specifically, I want to also give a shout out to Rihanna, who is giving and serving us all kinds of great, wonderful maternity looks that aren't traditional maternity looks. Because why does a woman have to cover up her belly, right? Why does a woman have to cover up the bump? Like, just parading around and showcasing it and just 
you know, taking maternity with style and grace and just, and only the way that Rihanna can, right? And so as we celebrate Femmes Month and Women's Month, let's continue to embrace, right, our journeys and what that looks like, that it doesn't have to look like anybody else, right? It doesn't have to look like how another woman did it. Some, you know, Rihanna is doing it her way and trailblazing and is it's quite liberating and refreshing because it's like, wow, you know, how does one want to uh, celebrate the joy of, of birth and pregnancy? And so it's, it's, a, it's a joy to watch. So shout out to Riri. And so tell the president, I said, is one of our favorites here. And so this week, <laughs> please make sure you tell the president that I said that the gas prices are way too high. The gas prices are way too high. And yeah, he's mentioned it, but let's keep it real that these gas prices need to come all the way down. All the way down. And let's also not forget that daylight savings time has been issued by the Senate. And so uh, to, to end daylight savings times, but we really need the president to sign it. Sign daylight savings time to be permanent so we can stop moving this clock. Sign the bill, Joe. Sign it. But really, 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 let's get knee deep, right? Do you realize that $13.6 billion sent, were sent over to the Ukraine? We just sent $13.6 billion over to the Ukraine. I'll say it again. We just sent... $13.6 billion over to the Ukraine. Knowing good and well, we are still very, very, very much in a pandemic. So Nancy Pelosi was disappointed at how much money we sent over because Nancy Pelosi was like, well, what about allocating funds toward COVID, toward testing, toward vaccinations? And some of that money, right, there was in this new cut check that happened money was not allocated toward COVID. money was not allocated towards student loans y'all come on now student loans but yeah 13.6 billion dollars went to the ukraine to specifically to give for aid for food for clothing for resources but also for war and weapons for military expenses and weapons and so I was like, yo, send me the Excel spreadsheet because I want to see the breakdown. Where, how much money did we really give for each, to each line item? How much money are we really giving for, for weapons? How much money are we giving over for, for military? Because really, if we're funding the Ukrainian military, if we're funding weapons, we are literally co-signing this war without actually sending our own military over. And at some point, America needs to reckon that we cannot fund everybody's war when we have our own stuff over here. We have things to handle. We have student loans. We have COVID. We have costs, okay? And we send in 13.6 billion dollars to the Ukraine. I, I, I want to run the numbers. Somebody run the numbers because how much are we actually giving to weapons and to the military? I'm going to tell you right now, it's a dollar too much. We are giving way too much toward, regardless of what the number is, it's way too much. 
So Joe, I need you to understand that you are putting us in jeopardy of going into another war. I get we are the United States of America. I get it. But come on, y'all. We still got issues right here that we need to handle. Affordable housing. Full care half pay rent. The minimum wage ain't even $15, and that's still not livable. We need to fix the problems. That's right, Flint still doesn't have clean water. Yep, and neither does Newark, New Jersey. Come on now, we got to tell the truth. And so we have to know where is this going? Where is it going? We got to get an account of the numbers. If we are funding $13.6 billion to the Ukraine, and we know that part, a big chunk of that money is going to the military, and we know a big chunk is going to weaponry, when we know good and well that we have resources and things that need to be handled here in the United States, somebody tell the president that I said to get it right. Ooh, thank you. The House passed a spending bill that raises the Pentagon budget. Three, ooh, 35. Let's see. So that's a mil that's 32 billion to a total yearly budget of 782. Is that billion? That's a whole lot of zeros. That's a lot of zeros. Zero, 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 zero. I'm trying to count the zeros, child. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And student loans, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Y'all trying to talk about boosting the economy. Come on, y'all. We, we, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. This is, this is, this is, this is not it. This is not it. So we need to tell Washington that this is the kind of thing that's unacceptable. Well, we have things that need to be cleaned up right over here. And so, y'all, that's our show. That's our show, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to the Amplify Humanity podcast. For more Amplify Humanity of all things with Portionality Media, make sure you go over to our website, www.portionality.com. You can also follow us over at Portionality Media on all your social platforms. Find us on Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, and more. Make sure you subscribe to our newsletter, The Sounding Board, to never miss an update. Y'all catching the trend? I'm so serious, y'all. Never miss an update. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to your podcast so that you can always, what? Never miss an update. Take care and see you next time, y'all.